Warning, this podcast contains descriptive imagery of the loss of a loved one. If this is something that triggers you easily, please refrain from listening. Thank you. Hey guys, it's Steph and welcome back to True Crime and Journal Time. Today is episode three and we are going to talk about our first journal related topic. Today, we're going to cover the importance of keeping a journal. We're going to talk about my personal experience keeping a journal. And then I will follow up at the end of the video with 21 ideas on what to keep in a journal or what types of journals to keep. So let's just jump right up in it. Um, So the the importance of keeping a journal has been... Um, scientifically proven as well by psychologists and other scientists. Um, Some of the things that I was able to come up with um, just from my personal experience is that the importance of keeping a journal is to help boost your self-awareness, especially if you are specifically dealing with um, something like an identity crisis or a sexuality crisis, or anything really big like that, Um, keeping a journal and writing down all of that will help you be more aware of yourself and your feelings and your thoughts. Also, it will give you a chance to look back on later in life to see where you were and where you come from to where you are now. Another thing is mental clarification. So if you have a lot on your mind, it just really helps to just have what us journal-related people like to call a brain dump. So you literally just take everything that's in your brain and you put it on paper. Pen to paper is one of the greatest therapies, in my opinion. And that will help you have mental clarification of some things that might be going on in your mind. Another thing would be It helps reduce stress, especially if, again, you're having a very stressful part of your life and you just want to get it all out and you don't really have anybody to talk to or you do, but you just don't want to burden them with all of the information. This gives you an opportunity to write it down and think about it and it helps reduce your stress. And the last thing that I could come up with it with is, of course, it's a problem solving method. Again, this comes down to if you just have something going on in your life and you aren't quite sure how to approach it or you're not quite sure what to do about it, if you write it down, all the pros and cons of what may happen from this specific thing, then writing it down and seeing it in front of you will give you a chance to solve the problem. Um, So those are my top things that I believe are the most important things about keeping a journal. I also 100% stand behind the fact that it is such a great form of therapy. Just taking the time, relaxing, listening to some of your favorite music, um, and just writing it all down and getting it off your chest. Um, Use your journal as a therapist. Write everything to it. Talk to it like it's a person. I know for me specifically, when I start my journal entries, I always say something like, hey, journal, or hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? And it's so crazy because it makes me feel so much better to write to my journal, not just write in my journal. So that's another tip from me.
Um, so I would just like to talk a little bit into like my experience with keeping a journal, what types of journals I keep and how long and just some things like that. So I've actually been keeping a journal steadily since I was 11 years old. Um, a lot of you out there may not know um, what happened to me when I was 11 years old, but if you're a true friend and you know me and you've known me that long, you know what I'm about to talk about. Um, so when I was 11 years old, my mother passed away from um, a heart attack, essentially. Um, when we were staying the night with my cousins um, in Morgantown, we were babysitting my mom well my mom was babysitting the, the kids my cousin um Kayla and I actually woke up the next morning and uh, we woke up before my mom's alarm because I we knew that we needed to um we needed to wake my mom up if her alarm did not go off because we had to go and get my dad for work before I could go to school so we woke up before the alarm and we just started watching um cartoons and just sitting there waiting for my mom's alarm to go off well, then my mom's alarm went off, and um, my mom didn't wake up to shut it off. So we went over to her chair. She was laying in the chair, the recliner in their living room. We went over to the chair, and we just started talking to her, being like, um, hey, it's time to get up. We have to go and get my dad, um, and everything like that. So what we did after that when she didn't answer us is um we turned the light on above her head and we noticed that she um her lips were blue and um so i decided to try the thing my mom used to do with me where you pick your arm up and you let it fall and uh, eventually then she was just like she would just jump up and scare me so i tried that a few times and she wasn't jumping up to scare me um, so my cousin Kayla said, I think we need to see if she's breathing. Um, mind you guys, we're 11 at that point. Like it was such a surreal situation in my life. Um, so we put our finger up under her nose and she wasn't breathing and she was, um, very cold at that point. Um, so I, I actually called my, um, my grandmother before I called 911 because I didn't know what to do. Um, so I called my grandmother and I told my grandmother, Grandma, Mom's dead. That's exactly how I said it. <laughs> no beating around the bush around none of it. <clears throat> said Mom, uh, I said, Grandma, Mom's dead. And my grandma's like, no, she's not. You're lying. Like, no, that's, you know, don't joke like that, like sort of stuff. And I said, no, she really is. And my grandma was like, well, you need to call 911. Um, so, you know, at that point, I didn't even think to call 911. I don't know why, um, in the heat of that, I didn't think to do that. But I, um, I did. I called 911, and I told them that my mom wasn't breathing. And, of course, they asked all these questions. How old are you? Where are you? Um, can you get her out of the chair? Can you administer CPR? That kind of stuff. Now, mind you, when I was 11 years old, I was maybe a little over 100 pounds, <laughs> So, a lot smaller than I am now, and my cousin Kayla was just as small. My mom weighed uh, well over 300 pounds, and they wanted us to try to pull her um, dead weight out of a chair. <laughs> um, so, we tried, but of course, to no avail, we could not get her out of the chair. Um, the 911 people um, told me 
my cousin Kayla to go out and wait in the kitchen um, for the paramedics. And we did. So a couple minutes later, it seemed like forever, but I know it couldn't have been more than um, 5, 10, maybe 15 minutes later. Um, the paramedics showed up and they asked me and my cousin Kayla to stay in the kitchen and allow them to do their work that they needed to do on my mom. So we went into the kitchen and I sat right underneath of the sink and um, with a clear view of the, the living room door. Um, thankfully, uh, to this day, I'm so thankful that I did not get to actually see what happened. I did see a few things, but um, I'm so glad I couldn't see straight into it. So next thing that happened was the uh, paramedics lifted my mom up out of that chair like she was nothing. I mean, they had her on the floor within just a couple, I mean, seconds and um, started doing the little um, the little heart thing. I forget exactly the, the defibrillator on her. And um, all I remember is seeing my mom's feet jerk. And um, of course, I thought, oh, my gosh, like, thank goodness they um, they brought her back and she was alive. Um, but they did that twice and then, um, they called it, um, they came out into the kitchen and told me and Kayla that, um, they're very sorry, there's nothing that they can do, and that my mom has passed. They asked me if I had any family that I could call, um, and by that point my grandmother had already told my pap what I had said. And my pap and my dad were already in the driveway. Um, they had actually beat the paramedics there. And um, so I told them I don't know. And then um, they told me that my pap and my dad were out there. And um, they said, do you know these men? And I said, yeah, you know, those are my pap and my dad. And um, they allowed my dad and everybody to come in. Well, my pap decided not to walk in. Um, obviously, he... Uh, he couldn't at that time. He couldn't see his daughter like that, which I I don't blame him one bit. But um, my dad ran in and he ran straight past me and went straight to my mom and um, threw himself over my mother. Um, that was the last image I had of that day. And the rest of the week after that just seemed so surreal. Um... Uh, but yeah, so due to that trauma in my life, I had seen many, many, many therapists. Um, most of them were school um, counselors. And I did a couple of the outpatient counselors at Valley Health. Um, one of the main people in my life at that point, her name was... Uh, I don't know if I should share her full name, but her, we her, her we we called her Miss Nicholson. Um, she was an absolute godsend to me. She helped me through so much, um, and she was actually with me through elementary, middle school, and then when I went to high school, she was um, there for my ninth grade year. So she stayed with me through all of that time, and um, I don't think she realizes how um, how much she changed my life by telling me to keep this journal. <laughs> so I have been avidly keeping journals since I was 11 years old. Um, now, unfortunately, due to how things happened after my mom passed and when my dad and I moved, 
um, there was a lot of my stuff that was thrown away and uh, just forgotten about. So I do not have any of those journals from that time. But I do remember how much comfort it brought me in those hard times. Um, as of right now, I am 28 years old. I've been keeping them since I was 11. So you can tell that's been a very, very long time. Um, the types of journals I keep personally right now is I keep a scripture slash Bible study journal. I keep a daily devotional journal. I keep a prayer journal. I keep a daily journal. And I keep a poetry journal. Another one that I keep uh, on my phone um, is a food slash fitness journal. Um, so those are the, just some of the ones that I use. And I also really, really love the journal community on YouTube. They really help you know tips and tricks on how to journal, what to journal, and they do a lot of prompts because um, I love writing by prompts. So um, I've just had nothing but great things with journaling and I do highly, highly recommend that if you are not currently journaling and you are going through things in your life, it will be okay. Take your time to get through it, to process it. Everybody's grief and everybody's um, healing time is different. Do not allow anybody to tell you what is a good time and, oh my gosh, like you should be better by now. Take your time and in time you will know when it's time to move on and when it's time to uh, heal. During this time, though, I highly suggest grabbing a journal. Any journal will do. You do not have to go out and buy a 10 15 $20 leather-bound journal. A simple spiral-bound notebook and a number two pencil will suffice. All you need is a place to jot down your thoughts every day and be able to work through your issues. Another really good tip I would give you is to download uh, an app on your phone. There are so, so, so many journaling apps my my favorite is Penzu. I love Penzu, but you can also just use your notes in your phone. Anything to get that that those thoughts off your mind and onto paper or onto a document. So yeah, that is my spiel on all of the tips and tricks of keeping a journal and the importance of doing so. Next up, I would like to just give you guys some ideas on types of journals to keep and what types of things you can keep in these said journals. First, I would suggest uh, maybe like an art journal or a blank, just a blank journal in general. Blank journals, and what I mean by blank is the pages are blank, there's not lines or dots, um, give you such an outlet for uh, creativity. So you can draw, you can write, you can scribble, you can put pictures, you whatever. So an art slash blank journal, something really good to keep if you are wanting to be more creative with your outlet. Next, I would, uh, I would say like a dream, a dream journal. Um, this will give you a place to write out your dreams and to analyze them. A lot of times with myself, I did used to keep this because I had lucrative dreams and, um, or lucid dreams, I guess is what it's considered. Excuse me. Um, and so I wrote them down a lot. And then what I would do is I would go to the A to Z uh, dream dictionary and look up what it meant if my brain was making me dream that. 
So it gives you a chance to analyze your dreams. A food journal, um, you know, if you're feeling icky um, or you just feel really bad and you've been feeling bloated or whatever, if you keep track of what you eat daily and how it makes you feel, you can look back on that and be like, oh, okay, so I see that when I eat bread, when I eat pasta, I feel really bloated. You could then look into maybe like having a gluten tolerance. So it just gives you a chance to reflect on what you're eating. Next will be a gratitude journal. Um, this is something you can do daily. Just keep it beside your bed. You wake up in the morning or right before you go to bed, you write three to five things that you're grateful for that day, and that's it. You don't write anything else. You just write three to five things that you're grateful for. And these could be anything from like, I woke up this morning because you should be grateful that God woke you up this morning. So um, next would be like a reading journal. This would be like a place that you could put your TBR uh, or books that you like your book wish list from Amazon, reviews of books you've read, notes on books you've read, um, things like that. A travel journal is another really good one to keep. So this is some place where you could keep all of your pictures from all of your travels. Um, you can keep your itinerary there. You can keep your plans to travel, facts about the island or facts about the state that you're going to, um, just anything like that pertaining to travel. Another thing I would say would be like a plant journal if you're really into growing things, whether it be flowers or vegetables or fruits. This will give you a place that you can write down what you're planting, why you're planting it, when it should be planted, and notes around what works and what doesn't. Just anything to reflect on your journey um, growing food or flowers. The next thing um, would be like a crystal journal. This is pertaining to my personal experience. Uh, crystal journals are great to write down what types of crystals you have, um, why you have it, like what's the reason behind the crystal, pics of the crystals or drawings of the crystals, um, tips on what to do for um, charging them by the moonlight, cleansing them with sage, just anything like that that's pertaining to your crystals. It's a good place to write it down. Also, if you come across a grid that really resonates with you, then you could draw the grid out and you can remember your grids. Next would be like a project journal. This could be anything for like a home project, school project, work project, anything like that. You could just put pics, graphics, inspiration, uh, mood boards, things like that. A fitness tracker, of course, it's just what types of workouts you need to do, your plan, your progress pics, um, how many reps you do, when you did it, that sort of thing. Um, another one would be like a pocket catch-all journal. So this would just be one of those little tiny 3x5 or 4x6 notebooks that you can keep in your pocket that if you're out somewhere and you feel really overwhelmed or you have thoughts of doing things or whatever, this will give you a place to pull that out and just write it all down. No dates, no rhyme or reason, just write it. Just let it flow. Next will be a junk journal. Um, junk journals are good if you want to keep like receipts or uh, napkins or things like that from places that you visit, uh, movie tickets, um, theater stubs, um, theater programs, things like that. And next would be like a pregnancy or a life event journal. So pregnancy, adoption, um, you know, losing a child, um, getting married, things like that. It gives you a place to reflect and it be solely that incident. Next would be like a poetry one. This is just some place where you can reflect and write out your poetry um, where you don't have to worry about posting it or anything like that. You can just let it flow um, and just keep just your poetry in there. 
And next one would be like a group or a family journal. And what I mean by that would be like a journal that the whole family uses to write back and forth to each other or like say a group of friends or pen pals will patch, pass it back and forth and write letters to each other. Um, a to-do or productivity journal. This could be a place where you could just keep all of your to-dos of everything that you need to do or just any kind of lists that help you be productive in your life. A budget or finance journal. This would just be a place where you write down your monthly finances, your income, and your plans, your savings, things like that. Next would be like a prayer journal. Um, this could be just where you write what prayers you have uh, how you prayed. You can even write out your prayers to God. And then, of course, you always want to write when they come true about your experience and how God made it um, happen. Next would be like a letters journal. This would be like you would write letters to people in your life um, that they would never see and you just tell them what you feel about them. This could also be a place to write letters to your past self, to your future self, um, and things like that. Next would be a scripture slash Bible study journal. This would just be a place where you can write a daily scripture or write all of your Bible study notes in. And last but not least, we have a daily devotional journal. This would be some place where you could write a daily devotional and reflect upon what you learned and how it pertains to your life. So thank you guys so much for listening today. I truly appreciate you taking the time to check out my podcast. I will be back at you next Friday at 7 p.m. And I hope you all have a great and blessed week. Bye.